The hour cometh, and now is, when the true worshippers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father seeketh such to worship him. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 95 on page 459. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hands are all the corners of the earth, and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. Today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your hearts, as in the provocation, and as in the day of temptation in the wilderness, when your fathers tempted me, proved me, and saw my works. Forty years long was I grieved with this generation, and said, It is a people that do err in their hearts, for they have not known my ways, unto whom I swear in my wrath that they should not enter into my rest. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 5 on page 347 Ponder my words, O Lord, consider my meditation. O hearken thou unto the voice of my calling, my King and my God, for unto thee will I make my prayer. My voice shalt thou hear betimes, O Lord. Early in the morning will I direct my prayer unto thee, and will look up. For thou art the God that hast no pleasure in wickedness, neither shall any evil dwell with thee. Such as be foolish shall not stand in thy sight, for thou hatest all them that work iniquity. Thou shalt destroy them that speak lies. The Lord will abhor both the bloodthirsty and deceitful man. But as for me in the multitude of thy mercy, I will come into thine house, and in thy fear will I worship toward thy holy temple. Lead me, O Lord, in thy righteousness because of mine enemies. Make thy path plain before my face. For there is no faithfulness in their mouth. Their inward parts are very wickedness. Their throat is an open sepulchre. They flatter with their tongue. Destroy them, O God. Let them perish through their own imaginations. Cast them out in the multitude of their ungodliness, for they have rebelled against thee. And let them that put their trust in thee rejoice. They shall ever be giving of thanks, because thou defendest them. They that love thy name shall be joyful in thee. For thou, Lord, wilt give thy blessing unto thy righteousness, the righteous, and with thy favorable kindness wilt thou defend him as with a shield. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. 
Here beginneth the ninth chapter of the book of Genesis. So God blessed Noah and his sons, and said to them, Be fruitful and multiply, and fill the earth. And the fear of you and the dread of you shall be on every beast of the earth, on every bird of the air, and on all that move on the earth, and on all the fish of the sea. They are given into your hand. Every moving thing that lives shall be food for you. I have given you all things, even as the green herbs. But you shall not eat flesh with its life, that is, its blood. Surely for your lifeblood I will demand a reckoning. From the hand of every beast I will require it, and from the hand of man. From the hand of every man's brother I will require the life of man. Whoever sheds man's blood, by man his blood shall be shed. For in the image of God he made man. And as for you, be fruitful and multiply. Bring forth abundantly in the earth and multiply in it. Then God spoke to Noah and to his sons with him, saying, And as for me, behold, I establish my covenant with you and with your descendants after you, and with every living creature that is with you, the birds, the cattle, and every beast of the earth with you, of all that go out of the ark, every beast of the earth. Thus I establish my covenant with you, Never again shall all flesh be cut off by the waters of the flood. Never again shall there be a flood to destroy the earth. And God said, This is the sign of the covenant which I make between me and you, and every living creature that is with you, for perpetual generations. I set my rainbow in the cloud, and it shall be for the sign of the covenant between me and the earth. It shall be, when I bring a cloud over the earth, that the rainbow shall be seen in the cloud. And I will remember my covenant, which is between me and you, and every living creature of all flesh. The waters shall never again become a flood to destroy all flesh. The rainbow shall be in the cloud, and I will look on it to remember the everlasting covenant between God and every living creature of all flesh that is on the earth. And God said to Noah, This is the sign of the covenant which I have established between me and all flesh that is on the earth. Now the sons of Noah, who went out of the ark, were Shem, Ham, and Japheth. And Ham was the father of Canaan. These three were the sons of Noah, and from these the whole earth was populated. And Noah began to be a farmer, and he planted a vineyard. Then he drank of the vine, and was drunk, and became uncovered in his tent. And Ham, the father of Canaan, saw the nakedness of his father, and told his two brothers outside. But Shem and Japheth took a garment, laid it on both their shoulders, and went backward and covered the nakedness of their father. Their faces were turned away, and they did not see their father's nakedness. So Noah awoke from his wine, and knew that his younger son had done to him. Then he said, Cursed be Canaan, a servant of servants he shall be to his brethren. And he said, Blessed be the Lord, the God of Shem, and may Canaan be his servant. May God enlarge Japheth, and may he dwell in the tents of Shem, and may Canaan be his servant. And Noah lived after the flood three hundred and fifty years. So all the days of Noah were nine hundred and fifty years, and he died. Here endeth the first lesson. Blessed art thou, O Lord God of our fathers, praise and exalted above all brethren. Blessed art thou for the name of thy majesty. 
praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the temple of thy holiness, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou that beholdest the depths and dwellest between the cherubim, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou on the glorious throne of thy kingdom, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the firmament of heaven, praised and exalted above all forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. We begin at the eleventh verse of the eighth chapter of the Gospel according to St. Mark. Then the Pharisees came out and began to dispute with him, seeking from him a sign from heaven, testing him. But he sighed deeply in his spirit and said, Why does this generation seek a sign? Assuredly, I say to you, no sign shall be given to this generation. And he left them, and getting into the boat again, departed to the other side. Now the disciples had forgotten to take bread, and they did not have more than one loaf with them in the boat. Then he charged them, saying, Take heed, beware of the leaven of the Pharisees, and the leaven of Herod. And they reasoned among themselves, saying, It is because we have no bread. But Jesus, being aware of it, said to them, Why do you reason because you have no bread? Do you not yet perceive nor understand? Is your heart still hardened? Having eyes do you not see, and having ears do you not hear? And do you not remember, when I broke the five loaves for the five thousand, how many baskets full of fragments did you take up? They said to him, Twelve. Also when I broke the seven for the four thousand, how many large baskets full of fragments did you take up? And they said, Seven. So he said to them, How is it you do not understand? <clears throat> then he came to Bethsaida, and they brought a blind man to him, and begged him to touch him. So he took the blind man by the hand, and led him out of the town. And when he had spat on his eyes, and put his hands on him, he asked him if he saw anything. And he looked up and said, I see men like trees, walking. Then he put his hands on his eyes again, and made him look up. And he was restored, and saw everything clearly. Then he sent him away to his house, saying, Neither go into the town, nor tell anyone in the town. Here endeth the second lesson. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he hath visited and redeemed his people, and hath raised up a mighty salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies, and from the hand of all that hate us to perform the mercy promised to our forefathers, and to remember his holy covenant, to perform the oath which he sware to our forefather Abraham that he would give us, that we, being delivered out of the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our life. And thou, child, shalt be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways to give knowledge of salvation unto his people for the remission of their sins. Through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high hath visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, 
and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. O Lord God, who seest that we put not our trust in anything we do, mercifully grant that by thy power we may be defended against all adversity, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us, thy humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, Defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings, being ordered by thy governance, may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Good morning, everyone. Just some quick thoughts about today's lessons. Um, we begin with our Old Testament lesson, this episode in Genesis, where we see that Noah has established himself as a farmer. And just some notes about this is that, you know, the things of the, the earth are good things. The things are good for man to partake in. And in this case, in wine, you know, you'll often hear some, some Christians say that, you know, it's wrong to drink alcohol. And what the, Bible always talks about is it's wrong to drink it to excess, to drunkenness, that in and of itself, the, the properties of wine are a good thing because they bring joy to a man's heart. You know, there are some who have claimed that, you know, when Jesus drank wine, it was non-alcoholic somehow, that, that new wine means non-alcohol. And this is just simply not the case. 
there's lots of room for different opinions in reading the scriptures in in different theological interpretations but it's just a, a fact of the matter that as soon as you crush grapes and turn them into juice immediately the bacteria gets in and starts to convert it to convert the sugars in the wine so that anaerobic bacteria uh stuff that doesn't use oxygen converts the sugar into alcohol that's why you 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 know make the juice and put it into airtight containers and that makes wine within you know uh, just a few hours and as little as 12 hours you can have wine that's regular tasting wine that's new wine and if you leave it out in the air and let aerobic bacteria get in that's what causes it to turn to vinegar so this is a, just a natural process that man has harnessed and used for his own benefit this is a beneficial thing but here noah drinks it to excess and this episode with his his son is notorious notoriously difficult to understand there seems to be have been the original audience understood a lot more about what's going on and what we have left in scripture is circumspect but what we can understand here is that noah has faltered he has fallen he has done something not good by getting drunk and and laying in his tent naked and his son instead of helping his father instead of you know being kind and generous and and, and understanding that proper relationship that a son should have to the father instead he he mocks him he shames him he does something that that announces to other peoples the shameful act that noah has done and it and it's, and also brings shame on him because he has not acted correctly and this is an important thing for us to know in our own lives is how we treat older people how we treat people who have taken care of us or looked after us and as they age how they start to diminish in certain ways and what do we do with them do we mock them do we shove them aside do we get rid of them or do we take care of them do we understand the blessings of that these having these people in our lives brings to us enriches us and connects us with each other and with our history and our ancestors and of all of humanity and this is something that his, his son did not do his son got what he needed out of his father and then makes fun of him and this is the the an essential sin that humanity constantly does is to discard the the previous generations and to mock everything that they stood for and to deride them for their perceived failures and this is not the way that it's supposed to be we are supposed to be generous with their faults and this is son, something noah's son does not do and the result of that is that the the 
Canaanites are cursed from this point forward. Turning to our New Testament lesson, it's interesting here that the it begins our passage this morning with the Pharisees asking for a sign, which is ironic because we just read all these these miracles that Jesus has performed, and so when Jesus says that the, uh, a sign will not be given to this generation, it's because they have missed all the signs right in their midst. They have missed them. And this is, in a way, what he's talking about, the leaven of the Pharisees and Herod. The Pharisees want religion, God, the Messiah, to fit into the box that they have constructed. They have this image of what things should be like. And anything that doesn't fit into their preconceived notions doesn't count as a sign. And for the Herod and the Herodians, they, they are occupied with the concerns of this world. They use religion as a tool to attain power and to maintain it. And so then Jesus talks to his disciples and notes that they have been witnesses to all these signs and wonders. And he's probing them, asking them, do they see yet? Do they hear yet? And to put a capper on it, he then performs this miracle of the blind man and opens his eyes. And in a way, this, this matches our own understanding of the miracles in our life, that the miracles that Jesus has given us. At first, it's opened a little bit. We can see vaguely and dimly. But as we continue in the spiritual life, it's more fully revealed to us. And it's, you know, something instructive in the this, this spiritual life to, is to look back on what signs and miracles that we have been party to, which ones that we've witnessed and have missed in our lives. You know, just like the, the disciples, we have been around a myriad of miracles in, in, in and around us. And have we missed them? Have we, have they failed to live up to our own personal expectations of what a miracle should be? Have we only seen signs and wonders as something that benefits us and our life in this world rather than to benefit the whole body of Christ, the church, the manifestation of his kingdom? that we are privileged to be a part of. So if we look back on our lives and look at those little miracles and, and look at those little events that bring us to where we're at and to integrate them into the narrative of our lives and to see that the grace that God has given us through his son, Jesus Christ, and how he's led us continually to a more full and fruitful relationship with and in him. These are, you know, very good times as we pr prepare for Lent is to look back on our lives and to notice all the ways that God has been active in us and sustaining us and holding us up, which it is always a miracle that we are 
blessed to be a part of and to partake in and to have active in our lives. So just some thoughts about today's lessons. Continuing with a prayer for all conditions of men. O God, the creator and preserver of all mankind, we humbly beseech thee for all sorts and conditions of men, that thou wouldest be pleased to make thy ways known unto them, thy saving health unto all nations. More especially we pray for thy holy church universal, that it may be so guided and governed by thy good spirit, that all who profess and call themselves Christians may be led into the way of truth, and hold the faith in unity of spirit, in the bond of peace, and in righteousness of life. Finally, we commend to thy fatherly goodness all those who are in any ways afflicted or distressed, in mind, body, or estate, especially those for whom we make our prayers at this time. that it may please thee to comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities, giving them patience under their sufferings, and a happy issue out of, out of all their afflictions. And this we beg for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. Together the general thanksgiving. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, thine unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. Then we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise not only with our lips but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days, through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you, Barb and Robert. Father John, that was a, a stunning uh, message. Thank you very much. Thanks for being with us this morning. Good morning. Have a good day, you guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you, everyone. Hi, Lukey. Hi, Lukey. Little Alma. I know. She said goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>